Great morning, beautiful people. Great morning, beautiful people. Oh, man, it's early, early, early. But I I, I got a message, man, I want to get out to you guys. I haven't recorded in a minute, but this one I think is, is duly needed because I see a lot going on um, social media-wise, just in the world right now with comparison. And um, there's a great quote that um, it says, comparison is the thief of joy. And a lot of people, we throw that around. A lot of Christians even throw that around. Um, it sounds biblical. <laughs> that really sounds like something that would be in Proverbs, something that Solomon would say. But it was actually a quote by President Theodore Roosevelt that it says comparison is the thief of joy. And, and what it's really saying is that, you know, uh, you can snatch away the joy from your life by comparison, always comparing yourself to other people always looking at other people and when you think about it this really is joy because if the bible teaches us in the ten commandments to uh, thou shalt not covet i mean this really is biblical the bible teaches us in the ten commandments thou shalt not covet thy neighbor's wife man servant so pretty much you shouldn't look at anything your neighbor want has and and start comparing yourself to your neighbor saying man you know my life isn't what it should be because i don't have that my life isn't what it should be because I don't have that. And so Theodore Roosevelt came up with this great quote that says comparison is the thief of joy. And it's 100 percent true. You know, um, <clears throat> many people lives, you know, they're going through these feelings of inadequacy. They they get themselves in debt. Uh, they walk around sad and depressed. And it's all because they're looking at what other people have. Or they have this vision in their mind. You, it's crazy that you can actually compare yourself to your own imagination. You can compare yourself to where you thought you would be at 25, where you thought you would be at 35. You know, that's the main reason that most people don't go to their 10 year high school re reunion, because when the time they graduate, they have this vision in their mind of what they should be doing by 28. And 99 percent of the time, nobody is doing at 28 what they envisioned when they graduated high school. Nobody <laughs> is that great success that they thought they would be in just a short period, 10 years, man. You know what I mean? We, we expect so much to happen in 10 years. And so that's the main reason most people skip out on their 10-year high school reunion because of that comparison factor, not comparing themselves to anybody else, but comparing themselves to their own vision in their mind, their own imagination, where they thought they, they should be. Or either, you know, especially in this social media generation, you know, you're looking at your classmates, you're looking at other people and, you know, Facebook, Instagram makes it look like they just got it going on. You know, man, I can't go to my reunion. They got this. They going on trips. They doing this. They doing that. And you're looking at your life. And you're like, man, I ain't doing none of that. So I'm not even going. It steals your joy. You know what I'm saying? Like a person who truly doesn't care or a person who doesn't have social media and there are people out there who don't deal with social media there's still a few left they're like they're like endangered species but but there's some people out there who don't deal with social media and when you you meet these people man you see that there's a level of joy that these people truly have because when you go to ask them about certain things they're like oh i, I, I never even heard of that i don't even know what that is and, and you want to kind of look at them like you don't know what that is but then there's a level of joy that they have in that ignorance. And ignorance is not a bad word. There's a level of joy that they have because they're not even watching these videos. They're not even seeing what you're seeing. They're not comparing themselves to these imaginary people in this imaginary world because they're not even plugged into it. And there's just a level of joy that that provides. Now, there are some that can, you know, 
be in that world, be plugged into it and not allow the comparison factor to to get to them. But that that takes growth. That takes maturity. That takes a whole lot of things because that comes with everything, man, even in ministry. You know, and any preacher that tells you that they don't compare themselves to other preachers, that they don't compare themselves to even some of their old messages is a liar. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It is a straight up liar because in this generation that we live in, man, comparison is so heavy. And, and every time you turn on, uh, you log on, all you see in is something that you can compare yourself to that makes yourself feel inadequate. Not, not only that, we're seeing now a lot of comparing different eras. And, and this is the main reason that the argument between, you know, who's the GOAT between Michael Jordan and, and LeBron James will never be a valid argument is because of the different eras. They both played in different eras. The NBA was so different when they both played. Michael Jordan, they even had different rules when Michael Jordan played. Everything has changed. So when you're trying to compare them, it's an unfair comparison. You cannot make the comparison. I see that a lot now when we compare even our parents and our ancestors because people are looking at today's era and today's standards and they're comparing their parents to what's acceptable today. They're comparing their grandparents to what's acceptable today. And it's not a fair comparison. It's really not a fair comparison. It, you know, uh, uh, my dad grew up in the era where, you know, men... Men were the providers. Men didn't say things like, I love you. That was looked at as being soft. It was a different era. And because of that, you know, it would be crazy for me to look at how I interact with my kids or how the world interacts, how men of this era interact with their children and say, well, my dad was a bad father because he didn't do what I'm doing. No, we're from different eras. So if I'm going to make that argument, I have to compare my father to the different fathers of that era. And when I look at the fathers of that era and compare my father to them, my dad was a great dad. You get what I'm saying? And so what we see now is we see a lot of people comparing over different eras and it's causing a lot of problems, man. You got kids out here mad at their parents for no reason because they're comparing their parents to a different era. You got parents out here feeling like they're inadequate because they're comparing themselves to a different era. And, the enemy is behind all of this. He's the one putting all. That's why the Bible says in the last days that knowledge will be increased. He's putting all this stuff out there, giving us all these different things to compare ourselves to, to make ourselves feel inadequate. But let me tell you something right now. The only thing that we should ever compare ourselves to is Christ. We should look ourselves in the mirror every day and see how we stack up to Christ. And watch this. He was the only one that's perfect. But we don't feel inadequate when we see Christ. You're not supposed to feel inadequate. You're supposed to say to yourself, once you, once you look yourself in the mirror and you compare yourself to Christ, you're supposed to say thank you. You're supposed to say, I know that I'm, I fall short. I know that I'm not everything that you were, but I, know, I also know that you cover me. I also know that your blood covers me, your sacrifice covers me, and I just want to tell you thank you. So if you want to compare yourself to anything this morning, compare yourself to the man Christ Jesus. Y'all be blessed, man.